What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome you to Porch Salt. This is the car out edition. We were at Munson Brothers and well, Hunter Myers and John Keyes shared the stage this evening. It was a bit of a homecoming, if you would, for the holiday season for Hunter. A lot of people turned out saying, I'm about to put my boy on blast, dude. Man, Hunter is my favorite. Man, like, so, always so much love when you come here to play at Munson's, dude. What say you? I feel it. I feel the love. That's why this is one of my favorite places. Um, I wait as long as I need to wait and show up as often as I can because you don't find a venue like Munson's anywhere else. And I think it's because of the crowd. I think it's because of who shows up and supports and the way that they do. That's what makes Munson's a special place to perform. There's a culture, man. There is. Uh, And you really feel the Columbus culture come out. You get the creatives. Uh, They find this as a safe place for kind of the fringe of society people like you can come here and be as weird as you want and feel right at home we had um we had this band based out of new orleans they were coming up to play a house show with the heart of roads nice they showed up earlier than expected you know around lunch in columbus that day and they were just riding around downtown rode the window down and just asked some passerby hey where does an artist hang out in this town you better go to monson's Where's that? Right down there? Mm-hmm. And that was how they found it. Oh, you know, they found a gem right there. They played there at that moment. They walked in and said, hey, we're a band. And what did Ryan and Lance do? There's the stage. Yeah, there's the stage. Right. Play for us. What do you need? All right. Yeah. And that's awesome. That's the Ryan and Lance magic right there. Yeah, the, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. And yourself, too. You're you're a part of the Munson Brothers magic. You're part of the Brothers and uh, and as a musician yourself, you show a special kind of love towards the musicians that the average uh, listener doesn't even know, you know, not even aware of. So a lot of appreciation for yourself as well. I appreciate you. Man, let's see. Uh, I don't know, dude. It's, I'm 33, and I've been on and off a stage since I was 17, and I know the things that I hate the most. Mm-hmm. And I've been treated well, and I've been treated poor. And so, like, whenever I have my hands on an event, and I'm the guy handling the musicians, I want to treat them with the utmost respect of something that I would expect if I were to yeah. come back and do this again. Because mm-hmm. you've had 
terrible gigs. You've had great gigs, right? Yeah. You, you know the things that you take away from a gig that make you feel good and want to go back there. I mean, John and I were talking uh, right after he stepped off stage. Mm-hmm. I pulled him out of the truck, and we're doing like what we're doing right now. Nice. And uh, he was sharing with me a little bit about his experience, and he was like, I thought that music wasn't so much about the entertainment that it was more of an art form Mm -hmm. and what i found is that i'm completely wrong it is 95 percent entertainment right and five percent of that pin drop moment Mm -hmm. and for what john does he needs a listening room he does he he's that's where you know I'm a big fan of his music and I think that he he can play to anybody and he's going to get people to turn their chairs around but if you were to put him in a space where people can really that are there to find that type of music and they're listening if you listen to him he's the best in the world you will never forget it. it it will remind you of no one because he has such a unique style and he doesn't listen to anyone I think that's what I think that's what gives him his, his superpower. His superpower, right. He, he almost creates within a vacuum, and so he only gets himself, and it comes through in his music. And it's it's a crying shame, and it's not unique to him or any artist that you've got so much talent, you go put it in a loud, noisy room, and you question everything. What am I doing? Why am I doing it? Is it good enough? No one cares. But then you put that same product in a different environment, and people talk about it like you and I are talking about it now. And in the past, when he and I have gone down that road, that's the thing I try to express to him the most is, your stuff is special. Don't ever think it's not. Only problem I see here is it's not hitting the right ears. It's not in the right room. Or even, you know, we talked a little bit about, like, he had some ins and outs with Fat Possum. Mm -hmm. And he kind of ran into the same thing with them Mm -hmm. to where they were looking more toward what it appeared to him as entertainment instead of for the art. But they found him because of his art. They did. But they wanted to, and you see that nasty little thing. I mean, hell, you've been busy lately. You you kind of saw the inward workings of the industry of music, so to speak. Yeah. Of he 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 saw it quick, and you know, I have a huge respect for John. He reads a lot. He feeds his brain, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a deep thinker. And um, you. You never need to wonder where you stand with him. Yeah. Because he speaks his mind. He does. Truly. Yeah. And uh, a lot of respect for the guy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, man, what was your take of, like, what you, you've been gone for a little while. What, what have you been up to? I've been gone for a little while. For uh, the last few months, I was playing gigs and doing my regular thing around June, and I got a phone call from an old friend who was hired to go on tour with an artist and... My friend does robots, and he said, you know, I can teach you what you need to know um, for this particular gig, and we'll go from there. I said, you know, it's kind of out of my wheelhouse, but I'm up for anything. So I set the guitar down for a few months, and I left and went on a a 50-show tour with Drake and 21 Savage as 
was it slow down a little bit with with who <laughs> with yeah right with who with with a, you know the rapper Drake and Twenty One Savage, um, and you know yeah nobody's ever heard of that I know right <laughs> those guys oh and you know I'm thinking God I don't know the first Drake song and and not that that's relevant to what I'm doing there but talking about being out of your 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 comfort zone and I learned a lot and uh, I saw a lot and I had a lot of time to think. Uh, between the the crazy hours of work, you find yourself with a lot of time to think, and you have so much to observe that hey, you got your work cut out for you. So, I would sit there in these shows and kind of as much you know as much as you can allow yourself to compare your art to what you see in front of you, and you're like, well, there's twenty thousand people here losing their minds. You know, these people would they throwing bras and panties up there, bro? Brother, they would take a bullet for that man they have a deep love for him and, I, and I'm and that's and that's an amazing thing like I'm sitting here looking at him I was like how does someone create such a thing around you don't him? feel like you've created something to that effect I, I feel the love I, I do and, like, and but you know I'm watching a man who you know I'm thinking of kind of like John Kesey he's like I have this idea of what music is in live performance and yet this man's up there with no guitar no instruments no backup singers or dancers it's just him and a microphone. And people can talk smack all day and say... Lip sync. They can say... Well, you know, they, right, they can say anything. Oh, he's not singing the full track, or he's got a backing track going. And they can say anything they want, but I also challenge anybody to take that microphone, get up on that stage, and entertain 20,000 people for two hours straight without taking a breath. That, my friend, is what people pay for. That's why they love him so much. He is a superhero in that regard. So I had a lot to learn. I was kind of like the John Key thing. I was like, okay... It's entertainment. He may not be what a lot of people consider to be a trained musician, but I'll be damned if he's not one of the world's best entertainers. And so I was kind of thinking, what can I take from this? What can I go back home to my one cable, to my one guitar, to my one piano, my one microphone, right? The absolute smallest amount of these things you could have together and still call it a live performance. Whereas we're rolling out thousands of feet of cable and everything is a sea of, of... of cables and and electronics and and fog machines and lasers you name it right and everything's in the millions of dollars and I'm going home and do I even go back to what I was doing right do I do I need to reevaluate everything that I've considered music to be how on edge was you hmm how on edge I was on edge I found myself you know you get you're you're running full speed and nonstop the moment you stop you just did I do this did I do this right you're I don't want to mess anything up I don't want to you know, everything is so important that you know, you're not saving lives, you're not doing heart surgery, but you'd think you are because you've got your headset on and every, you know, it's a countdown for everything. Even if it's... Three, two, one, we need the lights, we need the robot to move this way. Oh, boy. Yeah, and, you know, and it's so funny because you find yourself thinking, like, is this, is this a fever dream? There's an inflatable sperm flying above me, and they're like, launch the sperm in three, two... One sperm's flying. And, you know, everything is taken. Level eleven. You know, it's missiles, Governor. Everything is very intense, and you're like, why is everything so intense? They're Send the f- guy out with the broom to mop up the bras. They do. They get up on stage for five minutes when he walks into a DJ set, and they take the push brooms across the stage. Six people with push brooms to get all the bras off. And that was one of the things I had to watch out for. That you know, if your robot catches a bra. You gotta be aware. You gotta stop it. You know the program has to stop. Um, oh my god! So you're having to do things. Let's not give these people ideas. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so you're having to watch out for things you've never watched out for. Everything you say has to be very filtered. 
you know, and so you are on edge for a long time, but it was a great opportunity to learn and uh, super grateful for it. Well, man, I don't, I had a miss last night. I really wanted to travel up to Tupelo because, uh, you know, Jake picked up the torch while you were gone and ran it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that you were hosting again, I was like, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? He's playing at Monson's the next night, and i I got to be there anyway. Yeah. Well, serendipitous. We'll just do that. Uh, so, man, like, um, being back, Tupelo, open mic, Romney's, uh, coming back, I wish I would have seen that. Was that your first show since you got back? Was that your first time on stage? Last night was the first time I have picked up a guitar. I wish I would have seen that now because well, you I'm, know what I saw tonight? Yeah, what? I thought, th- like, your your presence on stage was uh, uh, better than I've ever seen it. And I don't know if it's, if it's like that. just like how at home you feel here, but um, like, man, it looked like you, you learned a lot. Uh, I mean, I heckled you a little bit. Good. You know, that's what you need. Engagement from the crowd is welcomed, and I think it adds fun to the show. If you can't handle somebody hollering at you from the crowd, boy, you don't want to be on that stage. Yeah. I mean, you're asking for it by getting up there. <laughs> yeah. And, man, like, uh, when we when we got to your originals, man, like, I had never... Um, the best I've seen it, and also, like, uh, the way that you presented it, whether by a story or, uh, and I, I, me and John talked about a little bit about uh, keeping it short. Mm-hmm. This is the most jaded I've ever been. Yeah, go into it. Brilliant. Yeah, it was. That's, yeah, I was. Yeah, sometimes I think maybe the truth is not what they want to hear, but sometimes I just go with it. And right, I mean that's only that's you put it out there. Honest, be honest, good yeah. or bad, whatever, right? So, man, I think you leveled up, like, when it comes to stage presence and even, like, uh, once again, man, like, uh, you look real comfortable up there. Thank you. It definitely does help being here, you know, because didn't feel as comfortable as I've felt in the past because I haven't been, you know, my muscles and my hands aren't haven't been doing that for the last few months. And so I'm sitting here, you know, feeling my hands start to fail me. In certain areas, and so you know, I'm focusing on the rusty parts. But I appreciate that you you saw some improvements from the last time I played. Because I was thinking about that while I was gone. When I go back, I need to make sure that I don't just do exactly what I did before I left. I need to take something from this. Yeah, dude, and you are one of my boys. Like, uh, I try to be as brutally honest with you yep. as I possibly can. Not to offend, but like I to, mean, you we know. We need that. All right, it's to help each other. It's to help each other yeah. grow. It's like if you can't have people point out the areas you need help in, you but, uh, got good people. Not detected tonight, dude. I mean, that was a well done. Thank you. And uh, although, I mean, like you said, when you sat down, is we're playing at Munson Brothers, this is going to be a toned down, relaxed, but you own the stage, you know. I do like to give people a little heads up, like, hey, this is going to be a very chill show mm-hmm. right, if you want you want to get involved get involved you know yeah man that's parts of the craft we often don't think about sometimes you know um and you really see it like i had judged a uh singing singer songwriter contest and uh i knew i knew one of the persons that entered was leaps and bounds above everyone else mm-hmm. and i i had already had it in my, my head that that was probably going to get my high score. Got my lowest. Really? 
walked in, uh, ass on shoulders, sat down, um, phoned it in, no presence, and stepped off like that was the best thing that had ever happened. And uh, if I'd have known this about um, what they were going to do over our judge notes, yeah, they told us to openly critique like lines or courses or um, you know like ways they were going about the song. Mm-hmm. And like I was honest, and they also gave that to the person after the contest. All the feedback. All the feedback. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Would have done that. Like, that's... I, I, I don't do that to strangers. You know? <laughs> might not have been so hard. Yeah, I might not have been that, that ferocious. I didn't know they were going to have to read this. I am sitting outside smoking a cigarette, and the person I had slaughtered to win who got my worst score and my hardest critique. Yeah. Sat down across from me from the picnic table, <laughs> pulled that piece of paper out of the pocket, and was like, yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. And I was like, if I'd have known they were doing that, it would have never happened. <laughs> I mean, I said it. I'm. I mean, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I, I mean, you it. have my critique. It is like, what it is. You came here asking for critique. I don't. You got it. Said I don't need this. Yeah. I don't, I'm playing in Nashville tomorrow. Yeah. Well, Took that piece of paper, watered it up, set it on fire, no and put it down in the ashtray, and then lit the cigarette off of it. And so I'm over this, you know. Dude, that like, I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell has yeah, just happened here? Yeah, I feel like he's uh, like uh, the Punisher now. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it uh, was a chick. Oh no, <laughs> that's even scarier. So <laughs> like, you gonna slash my tires at you? For real? <laughs> oh wow. She's like, I don't need this. Yeah, man. So. She'll never forget that either. No, dude, that'll be. You don't remember what you said, do you? What the critique was? Oh, I know exactly what it was. <laughs> what was it? I, I mean, I practically told you. Like, of lackluster uh-huh. stage presence. Right. Of phoned it in. Phoned it in. Yeah. I mean, and, and it, it was like you didn't even believe in what you said. And you can tell. You really, you can, you can tell. And maybe that person's having a hard day and they don't even want to be here, but. You gotta, you gotta set that aside. Part of what makes someone a great entertainer, I think, is being able to. For good or bad, just set that aside and uh, give a good show. Whatever that means for you and for the people, give a good show. But to go up there, and I have done it myself on on accident, you know, and gone up there and just walked off stage and been like, I don't even remember the show because I was th- I was I was elsewhere, right? And, but if you can manage to be present, it does come through. It does, and people do see it, especially if you have a panel of judges in front of you. That's that's the time to be present. Yeah, that's that listening room that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you got to, and while you're here, I don't know when you're going to the road again, but if you're still around in the new year, around February, um, I'm, 
I've got a place in uh, Tuscaloosa, Druid City Brewing. Like and I've been, I've been talking to uh, the guy that does the booking, and uh, I'm friends with Bo and Tyler. Um, and they asked if I would come lead up a, a songwriter night, like a showcase night. Not like an open mic. That's but, a great but spot. A, but a showcase. They got a real stage. In the moon room. Nice. And uh, so, like, I'm working all that out with him. And, man... When we did that open mic here mm-hmm. at the Columbus Art Council in the Omnova Theater, uh, my hair was blown back. One, we sold three quarters of the room. Dang. And nobody was that was slated was really from here. Like, I, I got um, Shelby mm-hmm. Sullivan. She's a senior in high school in Hamilton, Mississippi. Then I got Cam Lewis from Mobile, Alabama. Drew Young, Hattiesburg. And um, I got Barney Wells and Zach Brooks out of Dixon, just outside of Nashville. Yeah. Love Barney. Yeah. He's a great guy. You, yeah, you know him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. When he hit me up, uh, I cannot remember how we even met, but we exchanged gigs. He got me a gig in in Tennessee, and uh, I said I'd do my best to get him one down here. And I knew y'all would love him. I knew he would love you guys. So that was a match made in heaven. And I enjoyed getting to sit back and watch that relationship it's really grown dude. it's great it's it's great I've, i love seeing anytime it's like because it, it dawns on me every time i see it, i'm like oh yeah it's like so he's excited to come back down here and he's at porch fest dude is he you gotta be i will i, will I reserved a spot for you april 12th and 13th i need you on 13th dude, saturday i'd love to i'm playing the sweetwater place again in indiana the 15th of april okay and then uh but i won't leave until after porch fest Right on, dude. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd be honored. And I know you and the Steel Tones always give me ish about it, but uh, I don't make the videos. <laughs> I can't. I can't help you with on the promo, dog. <laughs> I was gonna bring that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, oh, I was. I was already stressed out, and then my feelings were hurt, and I was like, oh, I'd lit my paper on fire. I was like, I don't need this. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I lit a cigarette off of it, and I was like, I'm blowing town. I was like, I'm not giving up music anyway. <laughs> I was like. And then I'm so glad you're here tonight because I was like, man, I was, it's just good to see you. And I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, I hope you <coughs> accept my friend request back when I hit you with them. <laughs> it's not even going to be a request. I'm just going to follow you secretly <laughs> Oh man, in the night. I love you, bro. And give you angry faces. Wait, did the Stiff Tones say something about yeah. not being in the video? Rachel, dude. <laughs> what did she say? She's like, because uh, I've been sharing that for the promo for uh, the 24 funny. coming up. Yeah. And she's like, it's funny. I remember playing at I last year's. Being there. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I That's don't funny. make the video. The, whoever got the content must just not have gotten, you know, like, work, work, usable content for that part or something. He wasn't there yet. Or wasn't even there, right. Yeah. Because I know, I don't even know who did the content, but um, I know that not everyone was there all day long. So yeah. it's like, it would be impossible to capture. I don't think John Keyes made it into there either, did he? No, he didn't. He, yeah, he went on first. Um, it was also the second annual Porch Fest. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a tradition that's on its beginning stages. So there's going to be some growing pains. And God, I appreciate dude. you having me back. Learning so much. We're all learning, right? I mean, everyone involved, from yourself to us to the venue, we're learning. And uh, so, yeah, I'd say we're going through it together. And I, I know everyone's looking forward to it again because it was a massive success. Yeah, we're going to do it bigger and better. Yeah. Um, I've got. 
I've got something really cool planned, and I'm hoping to get out with enough people that we pull it off. Is um, I have a sp- spot carved out mm-hmm. between 8 p.m. and 9 uh, to where it'll probably be me, Matt, and Philip. And um, Sable. Yeah, Philip Sable, Matt Mason. Love those guys. It's Groove Johnson. Freaking love those guys. And um, <laughs> we're going to do like what the Dexter teens used to do when they would play teenagers. Is we're going to pick a song out that everybody kind of knows. And when we get going, I've, I'm going to pass my bass off. I'm going to pass my guitar off. Philip's going to pass. And you know what? Someone's going to. And like we're, gonna, we're all going to have a. And that is the moment that I won't captured for porch fest it's like we're teenagers dude right we're passing the instruments off to each other and we're mid song mid song right (laughs) keep the drums going yeah and we all pass yeah yeah and like i just want to see how many people would just yeah i mean i'm into that let me let me get a piece of that Uh uh-huh and you guys could do it too because to pull that off you gotta be in sync with one another yeah right you're not you're not just getting up on stage with people you haven't played well i mean i'm talking about you can probably get if you wanted in, dude, you'd be picking up. I'll pick one up. Watch up <laughs> in there. Dude, those guys are great musicians. I, I linked up with them in Hattiesburg. They played a gig the same night I did, and we, we hung out before the show, and we had the best time. Afterwards, I was I was staying in this Airbnb, and it was a shared house. You know, I was just renting one room among many rooms. I didn't know a soul in there. And uh, I, was, I was like, man, I don't know where y'all are crashing tonight, but you know, if y'all need, I got I got floor space. And it's so funny because it's late night. We're all, you know, three sheets. And uh, sure enough, they're like, heck yeah, man, we'll take you up on that. <laughs> and so the whole band comes over and we're in the street. I'm trying to get them to repark the car. They're hooping and hollering. I'm trying to get them inside. It was like herding cats. Yeah. Getting man. them in there. That and sounds I, like us. Yeah. And now you're trying to you're yeah. trying to get to sleep, but people are giggling in the room. And somebody's got a beer in the closet. And you hear, shh. And you're like, are you still drinking beers? Go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> right, and then somebody farts and it's back off. Man. Yeah. So it was, it was like high school again. And it, yeah. was, it was such a great night. I love those guys. We, um, this is one of our beach tours, if you would. Uh, we were at a place called uh, The Keg. And that was, a, I think, a, I think we went on like at 11. And we didn't stop till. Three. I was gonna say at least two, three. And uh, man, we were partying, and we we had we had played down there uh, the weekend before. Like we went down the coast, played two shows, went back to work, came back that weekend, played that show. Mm-hmm. Then we rented this spot on the campground, and like, dude, I never felt so fucking alive. <laughs> it was like by the time we got to the campsite, it's like four fifteen. Yeah, and um threw the tents up and uh two of us crashed and the other three just kind of and then walked out there to the river and just sat there on the riverbank on a picnic table and watched the sun come up and be like yep i'm about to hit the road yeah and man, we just talked and like it was a treehouse talk yeah like what you and your boys would talk about the treehouse exactly I'm, <laughs> i'm telling you right those are the moments right there where you feel like a kid again like you're 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 so you talk about being present 
in moments like that, I think that's why they stick with you forever. Because I don't remember what I had for breakfast three weeks ago. It was it didn't it didn't stick with me. I most likely wasn't even present for it. Nights like I described in Hattiesburg and mornings like you just described, you're so in the moment. Yeah, dude. That it's it's tattooing that memory into you and that's so special. Mm-hmm. You'll never forget where you were. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you get around good people and it makes it easier to get in the moment. Yeah, dude. Let's uh let's let's begin to walk this thing out of the door. I'll give you three more. Uh tell the good people about where they can uh, follow what you're up to and where they can find your music. Definitely. I uh, do have the website up and going. It's huntermyersmusic.com, and that'll pretty much lead you to anywhere you stream music, but it's also, you know, Apple, Spotify, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, and I'm hoping to get more music put out in the next few months. So that's my goal. I got, I'm going to give uh, people this buzz. Another. I want y'all to get in the game, too. I don't care. It's not an original idea. Um, but... I wanted to start working probably around April, like after Porch Fest. Get up with a few musician buddies of mine, and let's write a Christmas song. And then the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, November 26th, whatever, so, let's drop it. Let's push it. Let's drop it. And see if we can hit the billboard for a Christmas song. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Why not? It's a I mean, when's the last time like someone wrote like an original Christmas song? No like, all I want for Christmas is you? Right. Right, twenty years ago. Now nothing against the tradition, but dude, it's great. I'm I'm ready for something new, dude. Me too. How funny! Nobody ever writes Christmas songs. Anymore. Well, that, like we write like a maybe do like a little Ford track EP or something. I know. Like we like rock it up like Southern Rocket, then we like bring it back down, be serious, I see it already. somber. It's like us around the fireplace. We have sweaters and Santa hats on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love that, and we got the people here for it. And it's funny. And we could start in April, so I mean, you got so much time. What's funnier is when Hallmark picks it up and puts it in their latest movie. Oh, the Lifetime special. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm going to be thinking about that all year. I'm be Good. Right, I'm gonna be, I'll, I'll put that I'll, thing I'll in your brain. Yeah, plant that seed because I'll be writing down Christmas song now, ideas. Because, I mean, Christmas is it's coming. Oh, man. You're about oh. to be in it. Oh, I mean, some great. of us are doing Christmas this weekend, you know? Yeah. Dude. It's week before Christmas, by the way. It is. We're in the holidays. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, last question to walk out of the door. Um, what you been feeding your brain, dude? Any books you've been reading lately, or like, uh, what are you listening to that's motivating you? How are you keeping yourself inspired and moving? Well, I tell you, I'm bad about introducing new music into my own life. I get caught in a loop of maybe listening to the same songs or not listening to anything at all. And I credit my girlfriend Cassie for uh, always listening to new music around me. Shout out. No, it's true. It's great because she's shown me a couple of my new favorite artists. And so I think that's one of my main problems when it comes to writing music is I'm not exposing myself to enough variety of things to be inspired from. So huge help that I'm around somebody who's playing new artists. And then when it comes to reading, uh, I've been really focused on these, these books that are kind of around consciousness. There's one called The Untethered Soul, and a friend recommended it. And uh, it's it's changed the way that I operate inside my own head and I've recommended it to a friend and he came back and hugged me the next day and he's like changed his life and I was like well that's that's great because I'm glad I'm not the only one so I don't do it all the time but when I do crack open a book I try to read something that's going to help me maybe filter and organize the thoughts in my own head a little uh boys and girls like I ain't trying to preach to you but uh one reason I've been actively asking this question especially to 
people that I consider myself friends is I want to surround myself with people who are challenging their perspective and like feeding their brain and reading interesting things man like uh man we should all be fucking reading something something there's got to be something you're interested in right and uh yeah i think that's a good thing it's something i need to do more of and and i think it directly relates to if you're a songwriter and you're looking to get your own feelings and thoughts out there in the form of a song read the thoughts of others come on how can that hurt right yeah how can that hurt pick up an autobiography Mm mm-hmm Scar tissue. There's got to be somebody you look up to, right? Read their, if they have a book, read it. Yeah. It'll change you. Well, Hunter, thank you so much, dude. Thank you. It's been great. I love this. Field recorded, baby. We out of here. Yeah, we out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.